Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I turn the mic over to Mike Hennessy of Harborcrest Wealth Advisors, a top-notch advisor I interviewed on this podcast on November 25th. It is my distinct pleasure to offer listeners the perspective of an advisor who toils daily in the vineyards of real-life client issues. We'll hear from Mike in a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. Want to know more about a trade that lost almost half its value last month and how that trade can make volatile market moves even worse? My name is Mike Hennessy, and I'm founder and CEO of Harborcrest Wealth Advisors, a financial planning and investment management firm based in South Florida. Thank you, Gil, for the opportunity to speak with your audience about issues affecting financial advisors and their clients. There have been several interesting and, in most cases, depressing charts of financial markets in March. One of the most ghastly charts out there, provided by Barclays, is a trade that lost nearly two decades of performance in a single month. This trade, the short variance swap trade, is only available to sophisticated institutional investors like large asset managers and hedge funds because it's an over-the-counter trade that requires advanced modeling capabilities. It's worth discussing at a high level what a variance swap is. The exact mechanics, pricing, and performance are beyond the scope of the podcast, but a variance swap is effectively a bet on expected volatility and what actually comes to pass. Yes, for the quants out there, it's technically a bet on variance, and I'll touch on the difference between the two at a high level in a little bit. So for those who think the market is underpricing future volatility, they could choose to buy a variance swap. And for those who believe the market is overpricing future volatility, they could sell a variance swap. There are lots more complicated uses for an already complicated product. Corridor variance swaps, capped variance swaps, Variant swap calendar spreads, variant swap RV versus the VIX, etc., etc. The basic strategy, though, basic being in air quotes, that selling of variant swaps has grown in popularity over the past decade, due in part to the compressions of yields across all assets. In effect, the sellers of variant swaps are trying to collect income today in the hopes that the market doesn't crash over the life of the swap. And most of the times, the market doesn't crash. This strategy, up until last month, showed a pretty strong sharp ratio, something above 2.5. But when market volatility increases, the short trade not only loses money, but the underperformance gets worse and worse as volatility moves higher and higher. This type of non-linear performance is called convexity, and variant swaps have convexity in spades. Think of the trade this way. 
If you're short the variance swap and the market moves more than you thought, it's like a boat that has a hole in the side and is taking on water, but the hole grows bigger and bigger as the boat sinks deeper and deeper into the water. In fact, the March move was so large that this trade actually wiped out a couple of hedge funds. Okay, so all this sounds somewhat interesting, but why should financial advisors care about what is basically a battle between hedge funds and banks? There's two main reasons. The first is that it's vitally important to know the risks of any investment you choose. Sure, picking a low-cost broad market ETF is easier to understand than an incredibly complicated derivative strategy. But if you have clients with allocations to alternatives or have even used structured notes as an income generator, you are likely already exposed to some sort of complicated derivative strategy. Do you feel confident enough you know what's going on behind the scenes of those funds or those products? The second point gets a little in the weeds of the math behind the variance swap, but the short story is that when hedge funds sell variance swaps to dealers, the dealer doesn't necessarily want to carry that risk themselves, so they'll either try to offload it outright, which is hard to do since many funds are selling it to them, or they have to try to replicate and hedge the risk with options. This replication is difficult if you switch to using other products because they simply don't have the same profile as the variant swap. So when the market moves a lot in a single day, the variant swap captures that market move and then resets at the end of the day. Without getting too much into the mechanics, the hedges the dealers use to approx approximate the variant swap risk don't go away at the end of the day. And oftentimes, dealers are forced to sell when the market goes down or buy when the market goes up. In effect, when hedge funds sell variant swaps, dealers are forced to chase the market up and down, particularly on very volatile days. This obviously exacerbates the, price, the daily price moves, creating a feedback loop of more volatility and, in March's case, larger price swings to the downside. And given the growing size of the variant swap market and the nonlinear risks, this esoteric trade can cause more agita for you and your clients during already difficult times. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, Gil and I would be much obliged if you'd pass it on to one other advisor to keep this FA project growing. You can reach me at mike.hennessy at harborcrestwealth.com, and you can reach Gil at gil at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. Thank you and have a wonderful day.